with 2020 in the books, we look forward to 2021, the fall season of 2021. And with the news that came down Thursday, the last, I'd say, three or four weeks, your life will be, it will belong to marching band, whether you like it or not. And I tell you, that was going to be a big thing. Let's go over it. Let's go over the information the UIL dropped on our heads like an anvil on Thursday. And uh, let's go ahead and see what that means for the 2021 season. With that being said, good morning again, Daniel Valdez again. It is a pleasure and honor to talk to you on this rainy Saturday morning. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're safe. Hope you're doing well. And I hope you're doing safe. Do safe. Do safe good. All right, let's talk about this. Breaking news, University Interscholastic League has stated that they will have all conferences participate in the UIL 2021 State Marching Band Championships. Now, what does that mean exactly? Well, it means this. It means there will be a 1A marching contest next year. There will be a 2A state. There will be 3A state, 4A state, 5A state, and a 6A state marching contest. Yes, all conferences will have a state marching contest next year. It's the first time, I believe, in like 30 years that uh, that uh, conferences are going to have consecutive years of uh, all-state, or all conferences are going to compete in a state contest uh, in the same year. So let's talk a little bit about this. How did this happen? Well, pandemic happened. Um, it, even says, it even says it on the UIL website. Uh the odd number, the even numbered conferences had to go through the pandemic. There was limited participation. Therefore, we want to try to give everybody another shot uh, just because there were so many programs, especially in the 6A world, especially the big schools, that uh, a lot of like half the programs decided to not compete for one reason or another. So um, to give them the another opportunity to perform at the state marching contest or at least attempt to get to the state marching contest was uh, was a very big deal. On the call where they where the music uh, where the music committee got together and they went over rule proposals and stuff like that. This was uh, this was a topic that was brought up. Uh, do we allow the two A four A six A conference? Because remember it it alternates. On the odd years, your odd numbered conferences go one A three A five A. On the even years, the even numbered conferences go two four two A four A six A. This was brought up. Do we allow the even-numbered conferences to do state in 2021, considering everything? Uh, it was limited discussion on the... And you can go look up the meeting on YouTube because it's public information. Uh, the limited conversation that was happening at that point was overwhelmingly, yes, we have to give these students another opportunity. Because think about it. If you're a junior in high school, if you're a junior in high school... That means uh, freshman year, if you're a junior in high school at a 6A school currently, uh, freshman year you attempted to go or were at the state marching contest. Sophomore year was not your year to go to state, so you didn't participate in the state marching contest. Uh, junior year, you're, uh, you know, if your program was one of the 50% of the programs that decided to not compete, you didn't go to the state marching contest. And then your senior year is is an odd numbered year. So you didn't get to participate in the state marching contest anyway. So if you're a junior in high school at a six, a school, there is a, 
heavy chance that you've only participated in the state contest once. And if UIL didn't push for this and try to get this passed, you would only get one chance, and that's it. It was very important to the UIL to make sure that every kid got at least two opportunities to go through the state process and attempt to get to the Alamo Dome in November. Uh, it was a very big deal for them. Uh, the next pro- the next step in that, putting the rule proposals aside, they didn't decide anything. They didn't decide anything yet. But what they did was they said, "Hey, we gotta we gotta survey all the two A superintendents, the four A superintendents, and the six A superintendents. Are you down with this? Are you down with uh, doing state next year? Even though we already had it this year, but there was limited participation." From what I heard, overwhelmingly, the superintendent said, yes, yes, give us another state. Give us another chance to get, to, to get everybody together for the state marching contest in 2021. So that is that. <laughs> You're going to have all conferences at the state marching contest. So here's how that schedule is going to kind of look uh, when we get to November. So the first week of November, the 5A the, the odd-numbered conferences go. So you're going to have 1A state contest, 3A state contest, 5A state contest. That's going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can look it all up on the UIL website. The following week, the even-numbered conferences go. So it'll be 2A, 4A, 6A. Now, if you look on the website, 2A, 4A, 6A says site to be determined and that everybody freaked out. Oh, my God, site to be determined. Oh, not a Walmart parking lot. The reason they say that is because they need to get all the contracts signed, get all the paperwork buttoned up and signed, sealed, ready to go. Once that's done, then they can announce the Alamo Dome thing. I'm pretty, like, if you had to ask me, honestly, 99% sure this thing's going to be at the Alamo Dome. 99% sure. But you just got to sign contracts and stuff like that. We see that all the time with BOA contests, site to be determined. It's usually at the same site that it... Uh, at a, at that it always is at if you're looking at a uh, regional or anything or a DCI event whenever that comes back if it comes back we'll get to that later um, but they just need to be able to sign and put all those contracts in there that way they can say oh yeah yeah, yeah we're, 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 we're gonna be there no problem so that's how it looks first week of November Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because UIL doesn't do uh, contests Thursday or Friday because of football games and stuff like that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, first week of November, odd-numbered conferences go. Second week of November, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the even-numbered conferences go. People are like, wait, wait a minute, what does that do for Super Regional? Well, Super Regional's smack dab in between there. So, this is how it's going to (laughs) look. This is how it's going to look. Oh my gosh, I wish, uh, you should probably put it into a calendar and then just look at all of the solid bars that are there. (laughs) Just telling you how much band... Just how much band is going to be involved in your life. Oh, my head hurts already, but it's a good hurt. It's a good pain. Uh, here's here's what it's going to look like at the end of the year next year. 3A and 5A area contests are October 23rd. The 2A, 4A, 6A area contests are October 30th. Then you have the um, 1A, 3A, 5A state marching contest at the beginning of November. Then you have... Uh, the Super Regional, which is going to be on that Saturday, that Friday, Saturday. Then on uh, November 8th, 9th, and 10th, you're going to have 2A, 4A, 6A contest. Then you're going to have the Grand National Championships later that week. Put it into a calendar. That is literally two straight weeks of marching band, most of which is in the Alamo Dome. 
Oh, man. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> Isn't that great, kids? The director. I know the directors are, like, pulling their hair out already. Like, what? I'm supposed to do what? Might as well just start selling my blood now. So think about that. October 30th, you have the 2A, 4A, 6A con- uh, area contest. Then you have Halloween. Trick or treat safely. Then November 1st, 2nd, 3rd, you have your odd numbered conferences go. Then Thursday, four, uh, uh, Thursday essentially is a day off for the Alamo Dome to like clean it and then like get all the crusty nacho cheese that's in the machine. Then, uh, <laughs> then the 5th and 6th, that's going to be uh, the Super Regional. Then you get a day off Sunday. And then November 8th, 9th and 10th, that's 2A, 4A, 6A contest. Now, here's the thing. With the way that it is set up, and it was intentionally done this way, I know that for a fact, it was intentionally done this way, when the 6A conferences go, or you know, the conference 6A goes the second week of November, their prelims contest is going to be on Monday. It's going to be the same schedule that it, that it was previously, pre-pandemic. So 6A prelims is Monday. And then 6A Finals is Tuesday afternoon. So Wednesday's completely free for the 6A programs. So are you going to prepare for a football game if you get to the playoffs later that week? Or are you going to Grand Nationals? It was intentionally done to where, okay, there's going to be a day off for travel or whatever. So if you want to go to Nationals, there's your day off. Our program's going to have to make a decision of whether to go to state or go to nationals. I know that there are some programs where their directors have grabbed their parents by the shoulders and said, we're going to everything. But we don't know where the... We're going to everything. Look at me when I talk to you. Pay attention. Good. We're going to everything. Cool? Cool. Start selling your plasma. Donate a kidney. Whatever you need to do, we're going to make it happen. There's some programs going to do that. There's some programs that are going to have to decide whether to go to state or possibly go to nationals. Now keep in mind, how many districts, how many superintendents are going to let programs skip state two years in a row? If they're one of the programs that's going to nationals, I'm like, nah, maybe I'm, we may not be able to do the state. How many districts, how many superintendents are going to allow a program, if you if you opted out this year for state, you know, 2021 is the makeup year for those who didn't uh, get to, to, to a chance for everybody to have a normal year, hopefully. How many programs are going to say, hey, you got to go to state. You opted out last year. I'm sorry the pandemic happened, but you're going to have to go to state. And then we'll talk about nationals if you're able to raise the money. So decisions need to be made of what to do with the, with the uh, with the season. That's a lot of contests. It's a lot of band. It's a lot of missed football games, which doesn't appease the people in the suits very well. There's a lot to think about here. And there are some directors that are going to look at it like, hey, you know, I don't want to say we took a year off, but we didn't go to any contest this year. 
we didn't do anything and we were still able to do marchathons and and raise as much money as we could and you know we got to put that towards the future we got to try to make it count and yeah there are programs that feel like i'm sure a lot of programs feel like they owe it to their kids and they said, hey, you know, we just don't feel safe. We don't feel confident in, in trying to pull off a competitive season. And then the next year shows up and then it's like, oh, well, we owe it to them to, to give them the best experience we possibly can. And if that means we have to sell 8 million cupcakes to me, because I like cupcakes, if you got to sell me 8 million cupcakes in order to get to state or get to nationals or whatever, then so be it. One thing I want to point out real quick, and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll leave you all alone. When uh, people have always asked, why is, why is the state contest this way? Why is it alternating every year? There's a big manifesto on the UIO website, and I, I urge you to go look at it. It's right at the bottom of the, the state contest page. Why do we go every other year? One of the main reasons is cost. And you're like, well, what do we have to worry about? We fundraise a ton of money. Well, guess what? Texas is a massive state, and it's filled with tons of small schools that don't have the fundraising opportunities that a that a school at a six A school who lives in a big city that has business ties all over the place. They don't have those fundraising opportunities, so the trip to state comes from the district. Now, don't get it confused with, you know. The big schools uh, building props and contraptions and buying electronics and everything. People always think that, oh, well, that stuff comes from the district and they're just rich schools and that's why they do well. That's a giant myth. All that stuff gets fundraised. But for the small schools, fundraising opportunities are limited. And decisions with the UILs has to, they have to take into account all the small schools that may not go to a BOA contest. And you may not have necessarily heard them before, but they get a say in the, they get a say in the, they get a say too. Cost coming down to the Alamo Dome and then staying for a day. I don't think people realize how much money it costs to put a band in a hotel. It's a lot. I used to work in the hotel industry. It's a lot of money. And with hotels, uh, you know, just desperate for business and desperate to, to get kids and to, to get people in the door you know, it can cost a lot of money. So those decisions have to have to be made for everybody, not just the big 5A, 6A schools, especially when you get down to the fine art stuff. And plus, UIL has always said, you know, we don't want this to be, we don't want this to be a situation where we're thinking about marching band every single year. Now, there are some programs that do that, obviously, of course, and I love it because it's a it's, it's a wonderful product for me to sit back and watch and listen to. But that's on there too, saying, hey, you know, we want we want one year where you focus on the state marching contest and the next year you're focusing on uh, honor band recordings. They've said that for years and years and years. The other big question is, if 2021 goes off well, does UIL make the change? Do they go permanently state marching contest every single year? Would it be difficult to pull off? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of schools here. <laughs> That's two weeks worth of state contest. So do they do that? Now, what UIL mentioned in the little meeting was, 
when 2A switched over, I think they had, I think, I can't remember, it was a 2A or 3A conference that had, um, that had, because they were switching over from uh, going from odd years to even years, or even years to odd years, I'm not sure. But when they were switching over, they had a, a brief two-year period where they had state contest in consecutive years. They said when that happened, there was not this clamoring of from the 2A programs and saying, hey, we want state every year. The smaller schools kind of like, hey, we focus on the state marching contest one year, and then the next year we focus on small school honor band or whatever. So that's going to be something that's going to be something to be seen. 2A programs may not necessarily want that, but the 6A and 5A schools may see like, hey, we want state contests every year. That's going to be a discussion later on. We're going to have to go through um, we're going to have to go through the entire process. We got to get through this year. <laughs> Let's, why don't we get through the school year? Let's get through the school year. Let's try to survive. Let's try to live our lives as best as we can. Let's try to, let's just try to get through the school. Let's get through graduation. And then we'll, we'll figure out the UIL process. And what it means for 2022 and 2023 and so on and so forth. But it's coming. 2021 is going to be one of the greatest years of March Band in the history of the activity. Think about it. All conferences, for the first time in about 30 years, all conferences are going to be at the Alamo Dome. Trying to figure it out. Trying to have the season that may have gotten taken away from them this year. So it's going to be very interesting. We're going to see how it goes. And uh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. It's with the with, with state and the super regional and nationals and all that stuff. It's literally like two weeks of marching band straight through with like a day off in between somewhere in there. So I would start drinking coffee heavily. Um, I think I'm going to start. Uh, I said I'm not much of a coffee drinker, but when I do, it's like concerning to people. Like people have like they dial nine one, and then when like the third pot of coffee goes down, they dial the other one. It's that sort of thing. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I think I'm done for the rest of the year. <laughs> so we'll talk about DCI stuff, whether there's going to be a season or not, and which which. <laughs> almost said something terrible. Uh, we'll talk about DCI stuff at, uh, once the year turns over. So I'm done here. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Happy all that stuff. If anything weird comes down, I'll jump back in. But other than that, I think I'm done for the rest of the year. Get ready for 2021. It's going to be an incredible year. Lots of marching band, lots of stuff to talk about, lots of programs and shows to go to and stuff like that. TexasBands.com will be there for you. I'll be there for you. I'm done here. I will talk to you next week or next week, or next year, I guess, whatever. Just be safe, take care of yourselves, take care of one another, uh, and uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's be safe and keep moving forward. I'm done here. Talk to you soon. Take care. Adios. Bye-bye.